Let's do it. Listen, I think uh, it's safe to say, Roxy, you've had a hectic week. I've had a hectic week. This might be a hectic episode, but we're here, kids. We're doing it. I didn't even ask you about you. I can be, if I'm being completely candid, me, not as hectic as uh, what you got going on. Yeah, but still, still, we had a whole, we had a 10 minute conversation this morning and I did not one time say, DJ, how are you? You don't listen. All I'll say is uh, I've been getting my tax stuff together for this year and that's never a good time. (laughs) It's awful. Yeah. Um, It's awful. I do. I do have more write-offs this year than ever, though. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I the uh, anybody that knows me knows that numbers and m- I'm I'm good at finances, but I I hate money. I don't like dealing with money. I don't like thinking about it. I don't like uh, I don't That's like any of the things. DJ, this is the common thread in your life. You're great at editing. Don't. Like but it. but I don't like it. I'm good at, great at money. Th- don't want to do it. <laughs> That's why I relate to Barry so much. I love the central concept of of the show Barry on HBO, where it's, it's like, so good. what if the thing you love, you're objectively bad at, <laughs> and the thing you don't like doing, you're really good at. Yeah, yeah. But like, the thing you love, you're actually great at too. I don't know that oh, that's I, true, but thank you. Let's get into the 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 show this week, guys. We've got uh, Superman and Lois. We've got some crazy news to get into. Uh, of course, this is the show where we like to talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, video games, uh, everything we like to talk about. I like to answer your questions on those. Um, the big topic. And Britney Spears. And Britney Spears and Lady Gaga this week. Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. The Anyway. Um, but with me, as always, is the amazing Roxy Stryer. Roxy, how are you doing? Don't forget it, because my name's on my mug. Oh, that looks backwards as hell for you guys. It says Roxanne anyway. Woohoo! Woo! That's, That's how I'm doing, DJ. That is how I'm doing. Wait, so do you have the... Is it always like, when you do the the novelty mugs, is it always have to be Roxanne? Is there never like a Roxy in there? Because I know the novelty mugs can be hit or miss with certain names. Like So first of all... There's almost never a Roxanne or a Roxy. I mean, very, very rarely. Um, my brother found this Roxanne mug at Universal Studios years ago and was so excited because my brother's name is Jet and my sister's name is Sky. Mm-hmm. So we're all, none of us are on the mugs ever. Yeah. None of us have them. So when he saw this, he literally was so excited that he bought it for me. <laughs> Because he was like, oh, mug. Yeah, mug we got to. Betty, yeah, like it's got Betty Boop and Roxanne. This is, it's a huge moment. But but was he still SOL with the jet? 100%. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's ever going to be. Have you ever, ever seen a jet mug? Like, And if there is, they're usually with two T's and he's one T. He's screwed. I feel like DJ... Do they do do they do like AJ DJ RJ no. the ones that are common? No, no, and let's be honest, would it look any good anyway cuz it's just the two letters. Oh my god, two letters is the dopest. Yeah, but like, you know, like it just it, there's probably a space cuz you know, they're they're mass producing so there's probably space for like 10 letters and so it's just the two. It's like, oh, there's a lot of negative space there. Do you think anybody's named Al just straight up Al as opposed to just going by it? Yeah. Uh, probably come on there's a there's billions of people in the world probably there's probably everything you think people are named bo just bo yeah 100 percent. wow no. so there's a lot of two-letter names out there and they're probably all screwed in the mug situation yeah there's they're mug screwed they're novelty mug screwed um but let's talk about thing people that aren't screwed which are the people that uh uh patronize uh patrons of this show uh if you go to uh, patreon.com slash only stupid answers you can watch the full osa show roxy and i talk about all your favorite things for two hours every week so you can check that out at patreon.com slash only stupid answers you can also contribute the questions if you're like where do these questions come from they come from our the discord chat also uh if you listen to this podcast on spotify there's a new feature where uh we can ask you a question and you can answer it last week we asked how would you like to see the defenders characters join the mcu christopher in Thanon, uh said, I th- I think a full reboot and recast would be cleaner, but the WandaVision, with WandaVision now, anything is possible. I do love the Netflix cast, though, minus Iron Fist, LOL. Sorry. Uh, poor Finn Jones. He's doing fine. Uh, he's, he's on other shows now. Uh, William Niles Wilson says, yes, absolutely. Jessica Jones interacting with Wanda Maximoff would be amazing. Uh, this week's question will be, 
will you be watching Superman and Lois this season? So maybe you've checked out the pilot. We're interested in knowing if you're going to keep up with it. And Rox and I will discuss that later in the show. So let's, before we do any of that, now we're going to get to what we're into this week. So Spider-Man 3 there was some some name shenanigans going on earlier in the week, but we finally have an official title, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, it was put on this whiteboard that has a bunch of other uh, potential names. I just put that image up for you all. Let's let's see some of these names. We've got um, Home Welcome Run, home. Welcome Home, Home Alone, uh, Far From Home Again, uh, No Place Like Home, um, Homeschooled. Home a home sweet home yeah work from home, home which is crossed out says please please uh uh no i'm putting this up for the people watching live so they can see yeah um Stay i will home. say we also have what like a, a cube design which makes me think of it's right above close to home which makes me think of the tesseract we also have a few of what look like stark's arc reactors which i don't love seeing those on a spider-man title thing we've got that we don't i don't I'm okay if Iron Man's not even mentioned in this movie. Um, yeah, a lot of just fun stuff. It was, a, it was a cute little video of them talking about how Tom Holland spoils things. Apparently, he was talking this week that this is also the end of his contract, but he'd be happy to do uh, more if they if they asked him. And I always love that. Like, it's that's always like phrase or like articles put it like out of the kindness. Of, he's just so in love with the character. It's like yeah, but implicit in that is they they back the money truck up to his house to keep being we don't mention that part but that's part of it kindness of his words um but but uh uh what did you think about the this title roxy no way home i i think that in any good movie there's a good conflict and no way home sounds like a conflict to me Mm -hmm. and Uh, it's also like kind of open-ended because yeah, there's a lot of speculation of course that you know, multiverse toby mcguire andrew garfield we already know mm-hmm. all, all that stuff but even beyond that and of course tom holland's doing the classic marvel thing where it's like no that's not what's happening it's like yeah dude yeah, it is come on come on um but no way home still works even if it is like his identity's out and he needs to cover it up that's still that title still works um I, for that i will i think it's really good I think it's a cute title. I think it'll depend on what we see in the movie. But honestly, of all of the other ones, I think that Far From Home, Homecoming, No Way Home. I think they're all good, solid titles. I will say, I do think they they missed an opportunity with, you know, obviously Homecoming made a lot of sense. I, I, I think it would have been better if they went like the school direction, like Spider-Man Field Trip, Spider-Man Graduation. I feel like tying them to this home thing. Where's your home word? Yeah, I but that's the thing is I don't know that we need I don't homeward know bound homeward Dude. bound. Come um, on, PJ. But yeah, so well, that's that's interesting. That's coming out. That's supposed to come out at the end of the year, which is crazy to me. It's wild. Feels like such a tight turnaround. But hey, you know, um, going to grow up, and it's going to be weird. Are you, say that again. Tom Holland's going to grow up, and it's going to be weird. Like I keep thinking, you know, so much time has passed since he started as Spider Man, and now it's like he's going to be. He's an adult adult. Yeah, he's a he's a grown man. He's a grown, it's funny watching uh uh watching that that little video that introduced like how much taller Zendaya is than him. Yeah. It's like, well, they don't show it that way in the movies. Um nope. but uh anyway, but yeah, he's a he's a grown uh person. Um I just thought about all the controversy with Zendaya, how much younger she is than John David Washington in uh what was it, uh Malcolm and Mary. And, and they're like explanations for that it's like i don't know if you guys understand why this bothers people <laughs> anyway we're not talking about that we're talking about avatar studios roxy i know animation isn't your jam typically but i was in charge of news this week so for me what was exciting is the fact that we're getting i don't really care about the live action avatar show the fact that we're getting an animated avatar movie uh and more that avatar, excites you it does excite me because i think um uh avatar the last airbender and legend of korra are incredibly well crafted shows i think legend of korra while i would not, i would argue not as strong as avatar the last airbender is one of the better continuations or sequels of a popular franchise in Wait, modern memory DJ. I'm going to get literally shunned from the entire nerd space for asking this question. Should I not ask it? I, if For anybody out there that's wondering, is this the Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar? That's not what this is. 
I have no questions. Great. So uh, it's a different, no it's a different franchise. Obviously, I, I don't so think. So why did you say the live action movies versus the animation movies? Well, so Avatar, The Last Airbender, uh, movie popular anime show on, on Nickelodeon, M. Night Shyamalan made a live action movie called The Last Airbender. He Whoa, couldn't, he couldn't okay, call it. Okay. He couldn't when call you it. said for the first time ever, I was like, have I just been totally missing that this took the Avatar Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. The, I, well, not me, the people. The people. Anybody out there that might not have been following these shows, there you go. Um, wow. Obviously, M.I. Shyamalan's Last Airbender couldn't use the Avatar title because James Cameron's Avatar movies have them. I right. probably will not surprise anybody that I'm not the biggest fan of James Cameron's Avatar movie. I'm shocked. I'm by that. not super excited for like the 15 sequels that I guess have are already shot and being edited as Five we speak. Five of them I think there's legitimately. Yeah, there's there's a there's Five a lot. It's yeah. crazy and it's been a long time and I think they're overestimating the uh, frenzy for new material in that universe. But the, that is nothing to do with these. That has so nothing what? to do with no. this. Um Netflix is making an Outlast Airbender live action show that is an adaptation of the animated series. And my problem with that is I think the animated series is a, is basically perfect. And so it's one of those, like, you're not, by making this live action, How are you gonna add something? you're not going to improve it at all. Because yeah. part of part of what makes it work is the action in it. It's, it's a great action show. And the fluidity of the animation is part of that. And, and I know we've made leaps and bounds in CG, but when you're, it's not as seamless as a fully animated project it's just it by the nature of it because you've got people on wires and then you've got the cg it's just it just it cannot it literally cannot be as seamless as that and so i don't need it i am very considering how well they um i, I think they did such a good job in legend of Korra taking the rules they set up in last airbender and playing with them and and expanding on them in ways that were organic and made sense and 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 while giving fan service we're not we're not slavish to it i think they did a really good job with that so the idea of them doing more while admittedly a little bit nervous because the more you do the more chance there is of you'll dilute what you've done Mm -hmm. it won't be as good as cora or last airbender um it's the original creator's um, if they get back their um, uh, the stu- animation studio that did it, I have no reason to think that this won't be amazing. I do hope a lot of the mythology around um, Avatar: The Last Airbender is built on on different Asian cultures. So I do hope they pull in a lot of of um, writers from that ba- writers and creators from that background um, uh, to, and I think that would be a good way to help. F- you know, inform and flesh out the world even further. But I'm a huge fan of this franchise. I, if you guys haven't watched it on, I think both uh, Last Airbender and Korra are on Netflix. I really can't recommend them enough. They're, Same. they're exactly uh, Roxy's right there with me. Um, I think they're they're really tight and they we were just talking about Luca and Pixar. I do th- I think they do the same thing at Pixar where they're able to tackle really complex issues in a way that's very accessible to all ages which i think is incredibly tricky you know um so there's that last bit of news and this was something like literally right before we started recording this just dropped um so apparently according to deadline jj abrams is producing a superman reboot it is it is phrased as a reboot um and it is being written by tennessee coates i hope i pronounced that correctly i realized as i wrote this i've obviously seen his work a lot i've never had to say his name out loud. Um, so hopefully I didn't uh, mess it up. Um, but yeah, and it, I do think it was interesting in the Deadline article, they're like, uh, Coates is actually writing a new movie with Ryan Coogler starring uh, it, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, I don't know why this applies to this story like, other than the rumors that Warner Brothers wants Michael B. Jordan to be the new Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if they're trying to lay those seeds out and of course i came across this because as i was pulling assets and everything twitter was like bring henry cavill back right it now there's look like coats with the spelling but i i thought it was cots but i could be wrong uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I he's such a talented writer i know as far as the superhero sphere currently i believe currently he's writing captain america i think he's also currently writing black panther if he's not currently writing the black panther comic he was um and i know you know his his work actually influenced um the direction they decided to take the the Watchmen HBO show in, um, mm. so he's influential in the space beyond just being an influential, well regarded writer. So the idea of him writing a Superman thing is actually really exciting to me. If you told yeah. me when people were speculating stuff, if you told me Ryan Coogler was doing a Superman movie, I'd be way on board with that. Um, 
no word whether J.J. Abrams is direct. I, I, as, of, as of right this second, I don't see any word about who's directing it. Uh, right now, it's just saying J.J. Abrams is producing. Um, so this, so is, this is me and DJ right before the show started. <laughs> DJ said, oh, just so you know, I just added to the doc. Um, the Superman story because it just they just announced that JJ is going to be producing a Superman reboot and I asked DJ like 452 questions all of which um, even though he's brilliant he didn't have the answer to because there is not more information out there but I just I like asked about everywhere and I was like JJ Abrams producing <laughs> Superman a reboot like every part of that is an interesting story to me because I know we've been talking about this and like you said with Michael B. Jordan part that that was a story uh, a couple months ago, but this will have so many implications for the DC for DC Yeah, that I don't even know how to start dissecting this because what this would mean for the DCEU, if either they do it inside or outside of the DCEU and either one of those is a huge decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, if this is outside of the DCEU, so we're just going to simultaneously have Superman movies with a different Superman where Henry Cavill is the Superman in the DCEU, but we either do or do not see him, or we bring him into the DCEU, which means that Henry Cavill is no longer Superman, or for some reason, somehow we have two Supermen yeah. in the same universe. So for all of the reasons I'm like shook about this, I don't dislike the news. I don't know enough to have any kind of opinion other than like, well, that's something. Yeah, and also it should be, excuse me, um, it should be You're pointed excused. out uh, that, let me bring up her name. Uh, her name we, Lola. We, we have a um, a new Supergirl in. Um, Sasha? In, yeah, in, in the Flash movie. Um, why can't I bring up her name? I think well, it's Sasha. But what's her last name? Well, I don't know, but I'm not going to say a word until you find it. No! Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I will, I will not bail him out. I will not speak up. I will not say anything. Just let him struggle. This is amazing. ASMR. Her name is Sasha. This is such good content. Oh, my God. She is Sasha. She is Supergirl. She is the new She's incredible at being Supergirl. Sasha Kali, I think, is, is um, last time. She has been cast as Supergirl in the Flash movie. Wouldn't that be Kaye? Yeah, probably yes <laughs> it probably probably would it probably would um uh, she was it was a, it was a very very cute uh lovely video of her being cast um in the role that people, was really cute people were that speculating was. that she would be kind of replacing henry cavill's um superman in that universe it is I so interesting that i say that I, well i, I think because it, it's the flip side of people thinking that you know seeing that superman and lois is kind of replacing supergirl whether how true that is or not it's just it, i do think it's really interesting that i growing up i've never really associated like supergirl and barry allen's flash as having like it is being interconnected and yeah. it's like at this point they are they're basically they are. like yeah. those between the two shows and now this it's like those two brands are really intertwined in an interesting way they besties. They besties. I so and then the question is, Roxy, if it is outside of the DCU, is it connected to Robert Pattinson's Batman? That would be a really, really strange decision to run a to simultaneously run a linked universe with Robert Pattinson and and let's call it Michael B. Jordan for a second as Superman. Mm-hmm. And to run that at the same time as in a different universe, we have Wonder Woman, Flash, and Aquaman, and yeah. have established a Batman and a Superman. DJ, I have to assume that that would be a. I have to think that that would be a no. It would be a hard pass. Um, so what do you what do you think this is? Do you think we're bringing Henry Cavill back? Do you think we're moving on without him? Do you think this is evolve with Flashpoint? The Flashpoint happens, and this is now our justice league because of flashpoint this is our justice league superman i think that this is dc saying whoa 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 joker worked so well for us yeah stand alone focus knock it out of the park whoa 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 birds of prey did not work for us yeah and justice league didn't work for us to the extent where for the last three years, every day we've been messaged by millions of people about releasing the other version of it. So I think that this is them thinking like, if we want to do a Superman movie and for some reason, Henry Cavill is not in, or 
for some reason, they don't think that that's the best money-making endeavor or, or whatever's going on there. Mm-hmm. We still need Superman. So we'll worry about the rest after we figure out this Superman movie. Yeah, and you know, maybe they're having um, they're having this new script written and then they'll see whether Henry Cavill fits into it or if he's available because he is filming The Witcher. Um, but if Henry Cavill is in it, it is not a reboot. That is true. And I, I can't, you know, I, you know, obviously the article didn't say anything, but like connecting it to Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan by the fact that this writer is also writing for that movie. Um, I, I wonder if this does add credence to the, to the idea of like either, you know, them wanting Michael B. Jordan. Um, I would say, you know, watching Lovecraft Country last year, I know Jonathan Majors is supposed to be Kang in the Marvel Universe. I think he'd make a very good Superman. He very much mm-hmm. has like Clark Kent Superman vibes. Like I, I really, he really feel that. does. He does. Um, I also think there's a lot of merit in the idea of looking at Latin American or Asian American or, you know, Asian British or whatever uh, actors, uh, actors that, that, that with an experience with, um, oh, I guess I would say like the American immigrant culture, because that's part of what Superman represents. And, and obviously true. the black community has a very different relationship with that. Um, and I think there's a lot of merit in um, um, casting a non-white actor uh, as Superman. Um, and I know we tend to think about that stuff in binaries of like white and black. But it's like, well, now we have a Latin American Supergirl, um, uh, a Latina Supergirl, maybe with Superman. Like, I think that could be really interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see what direction they they take it in. Um I'm okay with a new Superman as much as I actually, I genuinely do like Henry Cavill's, he seems like an unproblematic person uh, and he's, I like him in Witcher and stuff like that. I don't mind distancing ourselves from the Superman that snaps people's necks. I, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I was never attached to him, even though I do also, I've grown to like him as well. Yeah. Yeah, and what, you know it'll be interesting to see what how all that stuff plays out in Snyder Cut because it, it looks like his character is going in a different direction. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DJ, 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 yes. DJ. Yes. I don't know that you're ready, but speaking of Superman, I have so many Superman thoughts. I have so many Superman thoughts. Well, I think this is the perfect segue to go into the new um, Superman 52. and Lois. Oh. oh, yeah. Uh, Superman and Lois show. The pilot premiered um, this week. Um, and what did you, let's just dive right in. What did you think about um, the premiere of Superman and Lois? So this is my first time talking about this with anybody. What? So I'm, I'm very excited about it because it happened and then I have been moving. And so I literally haven't spoken on the phone to anybody about it. I haven't done any broadcasts about it. Like this is my first time talking about it. So I'm just very, very excited to talk to anybody about this show because uh, it, we have a Superman show on TV. Yeah. We have a, a Superman shows on television right now. And I was like, whoa, uh, this pilot was fascinating. Yeah. There were some parts of it that I was like, oh, that's dope. And then there were some parts where I was like, Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I predicted a lot of it too. I like what they're doing with the kids. Yeah. I think that that uh, could could not work out long term, but definitely is working for me right now. So that will be their job to keep me interested in that. Yes, because yeah. I'm, and I actually don't know that that's their job because I'm not a teenager, and this probably is not. I've come to terms with the fact that this show is probably actually not being made for me. Fair enough. And and so... Who do you think the show is being made for? I think that this show is being made for that a little bit of a younger demo. Like, they mm. they cast two, um, two young men who are, like, that CW type. Yeah. You know, like, they're, they're like, hot people on the show or whatever they're trying to... They're dating people on the show. They're relationship people on the show um, with the the girl as well. The, yeah. um, the the one that's Sloane's daughter. Yeah. Sloane is Sloan's her entourage name. Yep. So that's what she will be called forever. Uh, Emmanuel Shrieky. 
is the actress's name, but I prefer to show Sloan. Um, you know, they're clearly trying that this is a show for that age person. Yeah. Who looks at that and is like, oh, that's that's hot. I obviously am not that invested in that storyline because I'm watching children. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's like more Riverdale-y. But coming up, Smallville was for me, but I was also younger. So I yeah. don't know whether this totally isn't the, is the same way. But that's okay. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean I can't enjoy it. And I did enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like that. I really, really liked Tyler Hecklin in this. I, I don't know if that's how you say it. I know it's written Hoekland, but yeah, it's I think Tyler it's Tyler Hecklin. Hecklin. Yeah, I believe you're right. I, I think it's Tyler Hecklin. Luckily, I got to interview him on Collider, and he was so, so fucking nice. Good. That it was him and Alexandra Daddario came in because they were doing promo for an indie movie that was really cute. Mm. Forget, forgetting the name of it those, right uh, now. Two, those are two objectively attractive people. Yeah, and and boy were they ever. <laughs> um, so they came in, and he was. They were both so sweet, but he was so effing nice to everybody in the whole office, and was just so cool that I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Um, and then so it just gives it watching somebody that added bonus, and then he just really, really was Superman for me in the show. I thought he did yeah. just an excellent job embodying him, so I liked that. I thought that was really cool. I think he's also a good Clark. So yeah. that was nice. I liked that in the first episode. And I know I'm rambling now, DJ. I'm just giving you all no, the things good. that I like. I like that we are not going to go past the first episode without the kids knowing that their dad's <laughs> Superman. Because I like being there for them finding out. But I did not want to be there for them not knowing for long. Yes. I mean, I just I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I really didn't. I really didn't want to. So I was glad when they found out. I was like, okay, okay. Because if that was like the first, for a second, I thought that might be the season one arc, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I immediately knew that the other brother had the powers. I feel dumb I that I didn't pick up on it sooner. Like, like I've heard a couple people be like, yeah, it seemed obvious. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, and I was just dumb. <laughs> So I, I immediately knew, and I turned to my friend, and I was just like, 100%, um, this is, this is, uh, and she was not watching because she was packing my stuff. So <laughs> she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, just mark my words. This yeah. is what's happening on this. Um, I just so- need a witness so that, <laughs> that uh, uh, I did the same thing last night with my wife when we were watching WandaVision. Spoilers if you haven't watched that show. And when they like cut back to Hayward, I'm like, oh, we're going to see White Vision. And then they, <laughs> and then, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And then they showed. I'm like, "This is the, that's the version of Vision I grew Possibly. up with." <laughs> so yeah, in, in in general, I think that this laid the groundwork for something that could be a really fun job. I agree. I agree. I thought I, the thing that surprised me is when you when you're going into a Superman show and you're like, he's got two teenage sons. I'm like, oh no, because uh, I'm not, and especially as I get older, I'm not as big into the teenage stuff. I uh, they did that announcement of like the Wednesday Adams show for Netflix and it's being directed by like Tim Burton with the, you mentioned Smallville, the producers from Smallville. And I'm like, if it's definitely going to be like Riverdale and it's so weird how many middle-aged men are writing stories about, uh, teenage girls and their sexual lives. And that makes me uncomfortable. Anyway, um, I am not into the teenage stuff, but I thought those actors did a really good job of capturing how annoying teenagers inherently are but also making me being engaging i thought the young the, tyler hecklin and elizabeth to and all of that and sloan none, none of their ability surprised me i've seen them in other yeah. stuff i know they're good the young cast surprised me like oh i don't hate these characters which i assumed i was going to yeah i agree with that um and i don't know who plays the young girl but she was really good uh, too. indy navarant she, I thought, I thought she was really cool. Yeah, I uh, thought she was. I thought she was uh, uh, great. I'm glad that the big. Uh, hey, there will be spoilers for the pilot of Superman. Lois. Sorry, everybody. The the big kiss moment. I'm glad that it was immediately undercut. That she's like, wait, why did you? Why did you think that was the right thing to do at this moment? And I was like, that's good because when it happened, I'm like, well, this is quick. But then I also liked that the next day she was like, I get why you. Did. I should have been more forthcoming with my situation because I was with him. Where I don't know that he should have leaned in for the kiss, but that it was a little like uh, she gave him the number, and then like when the boyfriend came, I did feel like uh, and like was so mad at him. I did feel like she set him up for failure a little bit there. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, a little bit of um, like a- uh, cross signals. Yeah, a woman, a woman being nice to you or a girl being nice to you doesn't mean that she wants you to kiss her. But 
to the extent that she was doing it and having the conversation they were having and then not mentioning not one time that yeah. you're seeing somebody i was like okay to to the young women out there maybe sneak it into the conversation mm-hmm. or or just plop it right there but maybe put it in a little earlier you don't want to set somebody up for that and also even if, if it's fair or not that you sh- should have to it, 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 you we live in the world we live in so you know maybe maybe slip it in there um so i like i was surprised by how much i liked the young cast um both of the boys both of the boys even the jock like because you know one's a jock which is like you know depending on your relationship with the jocks growing up you know what i mean you i carry that baggage but also the other one like he's already like dissing on his dad but we already like clark we like tyler hecklin as clark so when the when the jordan is giving him static kind of makes you not like him but then you I ended up liking him more. Um, Do you think that the jock's going to get powers? Well, I think that's why I was fooled because I was like, well, Jonathan in the comics, he's the one that gets the power. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Knowing how these CW shows go, I would imagine probably. because definitely. But uh, maybe not for a few episodes or even a couple a season. Exactly. But eventually they do all the things. Because I I was just thinking about how how tightly – crafted the first season of black lightning felt and then by the time you get to like the second and the third season it was like well we're just we're just doing the thing now you know what i mean think about flash like you know mm-hmm. cisco and caitlin and, and everybody like eventually and, and even iris got barry's powers for a minute or whatever. yeah like like for a hot second like you know what i mean so i would imagine at some point everybody in the show is going to get powers um cecile cecile boom um i I will like immediately the show was in my good graces because when we first see uh, Clark's first Superman costume, it's an homage to the Fleischer cartoon, which is my favorite version of the costume with the black background to the S and you got the yellow trim. So that was immediately like, oh man, that makes me happy. Um, also that scene, I didn't even realize it at the time, but people were sharing it. That scene is a direct homage to one of my favorite Superman comics, which is Superman for all seasons, uh, by Jeff Loeb and Tim sale. If you get a chance to check that out, I recommend that. That's what the internet is cool for. Mm-hmm. More of that, please. More of the yeah. like, Hey, did you know? Like, Oh, I didn't yeah. I love that comic. I own it. It's right on my shelf. Um, oh, sick catch. Thanks friends. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so immediately, uh, enjoyed that. I overall like the modern costume. I don't know about you, Rox, but there were moments where it looked a little chunky. Uh, like I, certain arm motions, like, ah, eh, that doesn't look great. <laughs> it looked like season one of a costume of a CW show. Mm-hmm. And, know, I, like, and I think the reason but, it stood out is because the, the rest of the production on the show does not feel amazing. like season one yeah, of a, a CW show. It, it did. It looked really, it really looked much different. Um, it did actually in, in 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 the Discord chat. Danny asked, "Do you think the show will continue to be shot in widescreen as opposed to TV format?" Uh, I think Boilerhof also said, "How do you like the look of the production quality of the show compared to the other Arrowverse? Do you think they splurge on the pilot, or they will be able to maintain that throughout the season?" I think yes, 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 and yes. I think yes, I like it. Yes, they'll continue. Yes, they splurge on the pilot. Sorry, my last one's no. No, I don't think they'll be able to fully do that. No, the thing about the shows is that they have a budget for their season, and then they can't go over that budget. And so we get some things that are like bottle episodes and whatever, because what? how many episodes is the show going to be, 24? Yeah, Clark is going to have to fight a villain that moves so fast he can't see him. But also, <laughs> he won't be able to use his powers? Weird. What a weird, interesting setup for an episode. That's just the money-saving machine. Uh, it is so, what it is. But I do think this looked really good, and I do think they'll be able to maintain a level of this quality that will be nice to watch. I also think it's worth pointing out that like there's been a lot of talk of you know, again I think back to that I think it was a Vanity Fair article talking with um, uh, talking about this Zack Snyder and the Snyder cut and that you know people were trying to be like well you know maybe his characters were just too complex or whatever and I think the show does a good job of showing like listen you can have a more serious take on Superman that's dealing with more serious issues and he can still behave like Superman like he can still be fun and like you, you talk about him being a good clark the little scene with with him the the first meeting of him and lois is like oh wow that's clark kent and then like when the kid is like i like your suit and it's like my mom made it. it's like oh that's superman like it's, it's yeah. he's full of joy but he can't 
he's not there for the death of either his i mean he's there for his dad's death but he can't prevent the death of either of his parents he doesn't really know he can't use his superpowers to be a better parent so he's trying to figure that out and so he's dealing with like real stuff that being superman doesn't help it doesn't it doesn't help in these situations dj i cannot tell you this is going to be the most fucked up sentence i've ever said in my life i cannot tell you how happy i was when his dad died from a heart attack I cannot tell you how happy I was that he didn't go after a dog and, <laughs> and his dad got, and his oh dad got sucked up into a twister. <laughs> I was like, well, as I was watching this, I was like, oh, he died from something that Superman could not have prevented. That's the whole point. The point is that he can still be Superman and still he cannot save everyone. Yeah. That's the whole point. So when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, thank I, you. Thank you, show. Thank you for the setup. Thank I you for this. Also didn't realize how important I think it is or how much it helps if the person you cast as Superman and Clark is a solid runner. Cause like there's a few times where he runs, I'm like, it's a solid run that I believe yeah. that guy's Superman. Like obviously in certain situations, he sped up, but it's like the form is good. He lo- and, but I, the one that got me is I liked that. Like I think what he got the call and then he immediately flies to his mom and lands. And then you see him run to the house. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is tough. This is, this is a tough one. This is a, uh yeah. um and i i like that like i like the fact that you know we already get hints of you know lois investigating what's going on in the town and i and i think that could be really interesting and it's another problem that you can't like you can't drop an iceberg on a billionaire profiting off of the suffering oh you just can't do that i do think this is a good opportunity obviously there's the big twist at the end and we'll get that in a second but the one of the things that didn't click with me, and I've seen some criticism that I thought was valid criticism of um, the show was Lois is very much positioned as supporting wife, supporting mom here. And so I couldn't help but think like, you've been pretty vocal about like, there, there hasn't been a lot convincing you of Lois as a character in general. It's not maybe your favorite character and watching this pile is like, I don't know if there's anything here that would change Roxy's mind. My wife has been very vocal about not being the lowest fan. It's like, I don't think there's anything here that would change my wife's mind. So I was really bummed because at first I was like, what, what is the actress's name again? Elizabeth? Uh, I think it's, she likes to go by Bitsy, but it's Elizabeth to look. Bitsy. Or, yeah. Okay. So I'll call her Bitsy. Yeah. Um, Cause we're besties. We're besties. At first I was like, I don't know that Bitsy is right for this. Mm. And then I was like, I don't think that's what's going on. I think she's right for exactly what they're doing. And I don't know that I like the choices that are being made here. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just not the character in so many iterations just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating. I do like when Clark comes home and she's like, go apologize. Cause you missed therapy. Yeah. Um, but like, then she's the same woman and she doesn't seem mad at all. But then she's the same woman who then says that he can't leave because he has to stay because it's family time. Yeah. And then I'm kind of like, uh, and they're obviously painting a picture where she's very good at her job. And in almost every iteration, Lois is good at her job or at the investigative part of her job. Yeah. I just want more. Yeah, and I think it's it's kind of um I think what's compelling to me about the character, or my understanding of the character <clears throat> in general, not in the show, but like when they try to in the show when they try to position her as the one that like when her dad's like you didn't marry normal, it's like the Lois mm-hmm. Lane I know wouldn't need to be told that. The no, Lois Lane that not. I know wouldn't struggle with the abnormal. She'd actually be really good with the abnormal stuff. She would struggle more with the the normal being being a mom, being home stuff. And I think Clark would more naturally gravitate to that because because of yeah. his home life like clark is yes, the one yeah he should yes. he should be the one he he should be he the one struggling on like yeah he grew up on a farm he had two parents that were there the home stuff he should be fine with he should be the one like oh maybe i should be home for and she's like oh you're fine and maybe she needs to be reminded like hey actually i know you're investigative you're doing important stuff but you need to check in with the kids because you know what i mean that's like, what i'm saying like i kind of like when we saw her when she was like oh you missed therapy by the way just go apologize i was like oh so she's got She's got homeboys back. And yeah. also, like, that's not the stuff she cares about that much. But then we'd see her majorly care about that. And I was like, oh, bummer. Um, I'm hoping that this is the show that will change my mind. She just, she's just never done it for me. And yeah. and also, it didn't help for me that I, I don't know what's going on with um, Lana. And I don't know the full extent of her. But 
I so far I just like her a lot better. Mm-hmm. It well, it does. You mention it, Sloan, uh, and and I yeah. I found out when I found out what is Emmanuel Cherokee. She was playing as like, Cherokee, yeah. wait, you could have been with Sloan and you I know. didn't. <laughs> wait. That's what? Like, I know. As we're listening there, like she's just I think that Emmanuel Shriki is a very, very compelling actress. Um, she also obviously is the easiest on the eyes human I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So as I'm just watching her, I just kind of was like, what is she? And this, uh, nothing to, against Bitsy, but like, what if she was Lois Lane? Yeah. And like, as this character, too, I don't know. I just want more. I want more from Lois. Superman felt Superman is Superman. And this is his wife. Yeah. So why? Yeah. I, I just am not convinced that she's got to be the world's dopest person. Yeah. So, but I, uh, yeah. yeah. It's tough. And she's always often been positioned as, as just kind of like Superman's love interest. And I, and I would like to see, and maybe this is a show to do it, something that would change people's mind, like really show right. what, what makes the, the character sing. Because I do, I, not only do I think you could, I think there's unexplored territory there. Um, which would be interesting. This was also, uh, I felt I felt the need to bring this up because it has been part of the conversation around the show. Um, there was a writer on the show, Nadria Tucker, who back on November 6th of last year um, said she'd been let go of, from the show um, and attributed that to the fact that she'd been spending a lot of time like flagging Me Too jokes, trying to uh, champion um, more stories, for, for women-focused stories, specifically since there is a woman in the title of the show. Um and uh, you can find uh, some of her stuff online. She also talked about the the uh, pilot a little bit and how it hadn't changed much from when she first read it. And I couldn't help but think, like, watching that, it's like, I can see in the pilot, you know, I don't know where the series is going to but I can see the seeds of what she's talking about because Lois, it, it somebody pointed out that, like, you could call the show Superman and Sons and it would be, it would probably be more accurate to what the show is, at least in the pilot. And it's like, okay, there's that. Um, she talked about how making sure black faces weren't just villains. And it's like, well, who are the two primary black characters we meet in this this episode? One is uh, the girl's boyfriend that beats the shit out of Jordan. Yeah. And, and one is at the end uh, who has a very ominous name. And so it's like, oh, I see what she's saying. And I hope it yeah. bums me that they let her go. And I hope that this is not emblematic of where the show is going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I didn't know that story about that writer. I did think that when we were watching that guy beat the sh- crap out of the sun, I was thinking to myself, this is where things get tricky because I wish that this actor right now was not black because I think that it's just like we're painting a, uh, this is like a picture of an angry black man coming in and just judging the situation and, and pot- using his fist. And I think that this is not the in 2021 this isn't the time to be doing this yeah i also am very glad for whoever that actor is that he got a nice paycheck and he's booking work so like we need to create better roles for like our uh, when we're casting i don't know it's like because they're the only it's not like this show had a ton of different um diverse casting there was not much and so it was like so glaring that yeah Yeah. i don't know i i i it struck me as like, mm, mm. and it's a bummer too, because, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities with like characters like John Henry Irons who steal. Um, I think there's an opportunity with after crisis, maybe we could introduce like McCod Brooks has gone on. He's Jackson mortal Kombat, but maybe we could cast a new Jimmy Olsen. That's also black and introduce like, you know what I mean? Like have him, uh, there's opportunities there to introduce that in the world. I don't know. It's about to just be more aware of totally that situation i i think like um you know i think i will keep checking out the show i hope that this criticism helps the creators behind that she says in one of her most recent tweets after she'd watched the pilot um to clarify i wasn't the only person of color or femme writer on superman and lois Whatever amount of representation you see on the screen are hard-fought wins from some very talented people despite everything else. I hope the, those other creators, uh, are it's a healthy environment uh, for them, and they're able yeah. to, to introduce more of that in the show because um, – uh, We did see a lot of it, and I, and I love what we saw from what I loved. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. So hopefully there's there's more of that because you know Superman. A big part of Superman's story is representation and inclusion. So let's let's have that in there. Now let's get to 
uh, the big, the, I don't know about you, Roxy, but the, the little tease at the end, like threw me for a loop. Cause it's like, wait, 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 what? Um, so throughout the episode, cool. uh, Superman throws down with, uh, an armored gentleman who, um, uses Kryptonian writing implies that he knows who Clark is. Um, and when they throw down, I should have pulled the line, but he says stuff that like where I'm from, you and I have a history. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I ended up here. And I saw that you were here too. Did you um, know immediately what was happening based on these lines? No. Also, because he's talking I to the not. helmet, I couldn't even hear what he was saying. It wasn't until other people yeah. like posted his lines of dialogue, like, oh, that's what's happening. Okay. Yeah. I did not know what was going on. Yeah. I did I, not know. I assumed that we were pulling like another Supergirl season one where we're getting another like Kryptonian bad guy or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he pulls off the helmet. Um, it's a, we only see him from behind. It's a, it's a black actor. Um, and he, and the ship he's in addresses him as, uh, Captain Luther. And the thing that threw me for the loop was we already have a Luther in this universe. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, wait, does that, what does that mean for John Cryer's Lex Luthor? So what happened to John Cryer in, in crisis? I kind of forget. Uh, he became, he was in charge of the DEO. He ended up becoming in charge of the DEO, and then that was the okay. the rest yeah, of that yeah. season was dealing with that was that yeah uh, was dealing with that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I I don't know what do you make of this. Well, so I had to I had to look up um I I had to I had to go online and I had to uh, look at like okay so what is what is going on here and the consensus seemed to be people were posting you know the dialogue that he was saying and the consensus seems to be that after crisis that this is a refugee from one of the worlds that went away in crisis um and so he yeah he's from a a destroyed world and it'll be interesting to see that uh that makes sense that makes sense I just hope I, I think it's good because on the one hand it allows them to do have their own Luther and maybe have mm-hmm. a Luther with a more complex relationship to Superman like maybe on his earth maybe he blames Superman for the loss of his earth whatever whatever um, I do kind of hope that we are able to integrate John Cryer's Lex Luthor into this like I, I kind of hope this do you wish like, it just was John Cryer I don't know because I do think I think John Cryer's Lex Luthor is very in line with like Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor and those type of depictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am very fond of Michael Rosenbaum's more conflicted mm-hmm. version of the character from Smallville. And I don't think we've seen a lot of that. So on the one hand, I do like John Cryer's Lex Luthor, but I do think there is room for a more a, a, a less. I'm going to say less cartoonishly evil version. And that seems like okay. a diss to him. And that's not, it's not meant to be. It's just no, I his, get it. his version of Lex is, is the more campy Lex. And it'd be interesting to see a less campy Lex. And this feels like that. I will say with that reveal, um, the, the actor uh, who's playing him is an actor, uh, Wooly Parks. And I, I need to find a way to get to you this, this Roxy. Cause my question is, is this guy too attractive to be Lex Luthor? Cause he is, an objectively good-looking boy. I'll Google it. What's it's, it? Wooly Parks. Wooly Parks. W O L E uh, with an accent on it. Parks. And he was in. It looks like he was in uh, Premium Rush. I don't and, know how I put. It. There we go. Uh, Vampire. Wait. Dyers. So is he too good-looking to be Lex Luthor? Are you asking? Yes. He's really, really good-looking. Yeah, like shockingly good-looking. Like, like. I don't know though because I always like in my mind. Part of me thinks like Lex Luthor would be super sexy. This is that. Yeah. This is that. Uh, so I I'm mean, because a- like, you know, rich people have a lot of money to like do whatever they need to do to their face. Um, we have from the Discord chat, Thierry Fournier says, I think it might be Ultraman, a.k.a. Clark Luthor, a survivor from an alternate universe post-crisis on Fair Earth, where Lionel Luthor found Kal-El's huh. ship instead of the Kents. Um, so that could be it. He might that would be, be wild. Yeah. I mean, like, literally like, uh, it, and it'll be interesting to see. I'm kind of down for any of that. How much do you think they're going to address crisis on this show? Cause this, this pilot felt fairly self-contained. Not much. I think like only when necessary and, or if they start doing crossovers with other shows. I mean, that's the other thing. Cause you know, we talked a little bit at the top about how this feels different than the other shows, but we do know Diggle's going to show up at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, for for a multi, he's gonna 
it's going to show up in all of the shows currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be shocked if Supergirl doesn't show up. So it'll be interesting to see how they mesh the tones together. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. I agree. We'll see. So overall, what would you, how would you, if you had to give this episode a rating? Out of what? Out of 10. <laughs> classic 10. Uh, you know, that uh, Hollywood classic 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight? Yeah. I really, really liked it. That was so good. Are you going to keep up with it? Are you going to keep watching Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. Same. I'm going to at least give it six episodes. For I, sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I kind of felt like I was done with the CW show stuff. And then it's like, uh-oh, it looks like I'm back in it. Uh, yeah. So um, we'll see. I think uh, you, we'll, we'll figure this out. There might be merit in, I think Flash comes back next week. There might be merit. In no this. way. Yeah, there might be wow. merit in us like uh, checking in on a, a state of the union on on the on the superhero shows. See sure. where we're at, how we're doing. Um Whoa. Uh, I know we're probably going to be checking out uh, Ray of the Last Dragon soon, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Roxy, where yeah. can the kids find you? What are you up to? What should they be checking out? Yeah, uh, everywhere at Roxy Stryer, live at Roxy every day, at least for the next 20 days is what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, then on the World Girls Wednesdays and Sundays, we just gave Waxing a Whirl. You can do that episode now. Check it out. Um, and this Sunday, we have a crossover. So in two days, we have a crossover again, event, uh, our own crossover with um, Blurds in the Hood. So that's Jay Washington and Winston Marshall. We're doing, they're coming on our show, and then we're going to do Blurds After Dark. So very excited about that. Check very both cool. those things out Sunday night. Very cool. Check all that out. It's so crazy. Like when you say like 20 more episodes, it sounds like so much, but it goes by so quick. I mean, when you've done 348 <laughs> of them, it's not so much. It's not so much. Um, 300, wow. Um, so check all that out. You can follow me at uh, DJ Talks Trash. I'm hoping I'll have some exciting stuff to share with everybody. I've been, I've been working on projects for the past like year or so, and I think I'm finally getting to a place where I might be able to share Woo-hoo! some stuff with people. So that's cool. Um, check all that out. You can follow this show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter... Take out the vowels from stupid. I dig it. I went back to ASMR, so you really listen to it. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Please like, please subscribe. This isn't YouTube. You're listening to this as a podcast at this point. So please share with your friends, and we'll be back. Five Uh, stars. Five stars. Thumbs. Thumbs thumbs. up. Uh, Answer the question on Spotify if you listen Mm -hmm. there. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to hear our thoughts on everything, all the things go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.